With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the FCB Radio Network. Home of the best personalities. And where real talk lives. Online at FCBRadio.com. FCB. This is the Jeff, Lori, and Nick show on the FCB Radio Network. Welcome to the Jeff, Lori, and Nick show, a very informative talk show where we find out solutions to today's problems. We are blessed to have such great weather and just a great uh, uh, atmosphere in this city of Cleveland, this great city on this summer day, this first week of August, and we are uh, really delighted to have a very special guest today. None other than former City of Cleveland Councilman Zach Reed, who is now a candidate for Mayor of the City of Cleveland. Welcome to the show this morning, Zach. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you, Pastor Jamerson. I appreciate the opportunity to come in and talk to you and your audience about ways that we're going to turn the city into a new and different and better direction. On behalf of my co-hosts who aren't here today, Lori and Nick, uh, we welcome you to our show, and uh, we're just going to get right into it. There's so many good things happening in the city of Cleveland, and we know that Mayor Jackson, Mayor Frank Jackson, did not seek another term for re-election, and uh, we want you to just inform our listeners, our audience, uh, just tell us about Zach Reed, some of the things you've done, give us a little bit of your background, and this is a very exciting time for the city of Cleveland, uh, just having just with the congressional race underway and uh, having completed that and uh, the primary, and now we have the race for mayor. So you can just give us a quick update as to what's happening. And, Zach, welcome. Give us a little bit of your background. Well, once again, thank you very much for this opportunity. I'm born and raised here in the city of Cleveland. I was raised by a single mom who we started on 69th in Euclid, and then as most African-American black folks did. We followed the church. So the church, the Church of God in Christ uh, in Cleveland, uh, they moved from down in the Euclid area to uh, uh, Martin Luther King and Union Avenue. So my mom followed the church. So we moved from 69th in Euclid to 139th in Kinsman into the Mount Pleasant community. And I started third grade at uh, Robert Ford Elementary School there. And I uh, went to Alexander Hamilton Junior High, and I graduated from the greatest high school in the history of high schools, John F. Kennedy High School, where my political career pretty much started. 
because I sought to be the president of the school. My slogan was put the X by the Z on election day. All right. 2,000 people thought it was a pretty good slogan and thought I was a pretty good, I would make a pretty good president. So I was elected president and that just started everything going. I went to college in San Francisco, California, studied political science and came back to the city of Cleveland. I worked for uh, two governors, Governor Celeste and Governor Bornovich, uh, with the Ohio Department of Natural Resources, with the Civilian Conservation Corps. My job was to hire young people between the ages of 18 to 24 to work on conservation and beautification projects throughout the state of Ohio. After being there for 11 years, I made a decision that I was going to go back to San Francisco to help Mayor Willie Brown, who was the first African-American mayor elected in San Francisco's history to help him rebuild and uh, renovate and revitalize the San Francisco Housing Authority. It was deemed to be one of the worst public housing authorities in the country. And he had made a pledge in his uh, second go-round uh, re-election that he was going to fix the San Francisco Housing Authority. So he asked myself and a number of others to come out to San Francisco. And in one year, we went from the worst one of the worst public housing developments in the country to one of the most improved housing authorities in the nation in one year. And I could talk to you more about how that happened. Certainly would like to hear that. And then I came back to Cleveland in 2000, worked for, the, for, worked for Children and Family Services for one year, seeking the opportunity to be a council person in the Mount Pleasant community where I grew up. And I was appointed into the office by O'Day Robinson, who had said that she was not going to seek another term. And I ran in 2001. I was fortunate enough to be the first African-American male in the history of the city of Cleveland to beat a Stokes. I beat Cordell Stokes, who was Congressman Louis Stokes' nephew, and Mayor Carl B. Stokes, the first African-American mayor of a major metropolitan city. I beat his son. And I stayed on city council from 2001 to 2017. So I was down there for 17 years. And uh, then after 17 years, I made a decision I was going to run for mayor. I ran against Mayor, uh, mayor Frank Jackson in 2017. Came up a little bit short. I got 41% of the vote, a little under 25000 But he did spend $1.5 million against me. Right. And uh, I then left uh, city council and I then got a job with the Ohio Secretary of State, Mr. Frank LaRose, as is a minority affairs coordinator for uh, Frank LaRose. And I traveled around the state of Ohio speaking to minority businesses, organizations, and individuals about ways to either start a business, maintain your business, or grow your business. And then it evolved into doing more on the voting because we had a uh, we had to conduct uh, we had to conduct a, 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 a an election in the middle of a pandemic. So the secretary said, "All hands on deck." Right. You know, no matter what you're doing, everybody's got to. We got to make sure that we have a efficient, se uh, secure election. So I went from doing the minority affairs component as it relates to businesses to going around the state of Ohio, speaking with minority organizations and individuals about the importance of voting 
the safety that we're putting in place to make sure that the virus is going, the, the virus is not going to affect us overall and secure that it's going to be a secure election. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I resigned from uh, working with the Secretary of State uh, in 2021, March of 21, and I'm running for mayor of the city of Cleveland to make it a, a more vibrant city for, for everybody. That's awesome. That's an incredible that's a long, background. That's a long background. No, that's okay. But I started young. I started when I was living in the Cleveland Press when I was 14 years old. So I've been in politics for an awful long time. Yeah, that's certainly nothing to be ashamed of. I think that you're very accomplished. And uh, I know one thing, you're a very sharp dresser. And you <laughs> look like a mayor. Uh, so uh, thank I you think, very I think much. That I got you, that from Willie Brown. I was just going to say, <laughs> what uh, impact did... Uh, the, the very stylish uh, and, and successful Willie Brown have on you. He says you got to look the part. If you want to be the mayor, you got to look like you're already the mayor. But he gave me something that I've been telling people on this campaign trail. You know, but people's always talking about how you're going to pay for this, where you get the money from, do you have the money to do this, do you have the money to do that. And Willie Brown told me this. He says, money is never the problem. It is the will for people to do the right thing. And that's where we're at right now. We've got a, a $1.8 billion budget for the city of Cleveland. I've seen that budget uh, 17 years. So like I said, I'm ready on day one to go down there and be mayor of the city of Cleveland. I know the budget back and forth. I know the, the committee structures and city council. I know the uh, structures as it relates to the departments, and, 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 and whether they're with the general fund budget or the enterprise budget uh but willie brown taught me that money's not going to be the problem it's going to be the will to get people to do the right thing and and we have not done the right thing by the citizens of the city of cleveland all the citizens in the city of cleveland and i want to write that ship that's wonderful and it sounds that's exactly what we need i know that you've been very outgoing and uh you, you know one criticism of the current mayor has been that um he kind of he's kind of had a that's just the way it is type or nonchalant uh, attitude towards a lot of things and kind of saying it is what it is. Um, will you be that type of a mayor? I know that you've been very outgoing, like I said, like uh, even Willie Brown was in San Francisco and is very successful. What type of a mayor will you be to the people? Well, I don't criticize the mayor's style. I mean, he wouldn't have got elected four times and uh, you know, I'm a serving mayor in the history of the city of Cleveland if the people and the voters in the city of Cleveland didn't like his style. I just got a different style. I believe going out and talking to the people one-on-one. -on -one. I believe that people should be able to talk to you. One of the things that I talked about on the last campaign when I ran in 2017 that I started telling people uh, about on this campaign is that I'm going to open up City Hall every Saturday to allow the people in the city of Cleveland to come down and talk to me one-on-one -on -one in my office with or, th with or without an appointment. I think that's important. And I say to people all the time, if the CEO of Eaton, Sherman Williams, or Cleveland Clinic called the mayor up and said point blank that I wanted to, uh, I want to see the mayor, I want to talk to the mayor, I can almost guarantee you, Jameson, that they would have the opportunity to talk to the mayor. My question is, so why can't Miss Brown that lives on 154th and Kinsman come see the mayor? She's got a problem. And to her, her problem is just as large and just as big and maybe just as difficult as the CEO of Cleveland Clinic or Eaton. 
Why can't Miss Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Smith, that lives on hundred on West 117th in Lorraine, why can't they come see the mayor? So that that's my style. I remember my mom as a kid growing up. She said, there's a reason that the Lord gave you two ears and one mouth to listen. So I, I, I like going out, talking to the residents. I like going out, talking to the voters about the uh, ways that we can work together in a partnership to make the city of Cleveland. At that time, it was to make my ward better. It worked. People would tell you point blank. Zachary called me on the phone and said, I'm on my way over to the house. We sit on your front porch. We sit on your back porch. We sit in your kitchen at your kitchen table. But we will walk through your problem. It might be a street light out. Might be a chuck hole in the street. Might be critters in your backyard. But you want that problem solved. And you thought it's me as a councilman, I can get it solved. Now as mayor, they believe I can get it solved, and I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can to get it solved. So you're going to be more accessible um, to yes, the public. Fair and inaccessible. I think that's really key, and I think that uh, people need to feel as though they're the leadership is accessible and that they and is really compassionate or caring uh, about the issues that they're confronted with. And as you know, uh, there's so many. This city is confronted with so many issues right now, and I know that we're going to have to. We can't get into all of those issues right now, but certainly uh, the issue of crime is one. And I know that you're the number one issue. Right, right. It is the number one issue. And um, what really compelled you to run for mayor? I mean, seeing that you've, you've I've been done so much. I've been 14 years old. So okay. this just didn't come up with this current situation we find ourselves in now. It's just the best climate for me to become mayor of the city of Cleveland. But I've been trying to be mayor. I've, I've been thinking about being mayor of the city of Cleveland since uh, William Bill Franklin, when we had uh, 30 rewards at that particular time. And uh, we were in Ward 10, and he took me underneath his wing, and he showed me how to become a public servant. And since that time, I said to myself, I'd like to be mayor of the city of Cleveland one day. So I've been working hard to become mayor of the city of Cleveland. That's wonderful. And that's the type of leadership that the city needs, someone who's committed, someone who's had that vision, and uh, who wants a better life for all of us. Uh, so as, as director or um, you were – the minority, you did the minority affairs outreach, I believe. I was a minority affairs coordinator for coordinator. Ohio Secretary okay. of State, Mr. Frank LaRose. Right. Do you feel that uh, you made a lot of um, relationships uh, during that time, that you built a lot of relationships that uh, might help in your pursuit or an understanding of Cleveland and uh, the businesses? Well, I'm definitely going to lean on that, that the three years that I would work with Secretary LaRose as it relates to, first of all, voting. I think there are a lot of individuals, organizations, people want to stop our voting rights. And I think that's another thing that we need someone at City Hall that understands that we're going to do all that we possibly can to open up the vessels for people to be able to vote here in the city of Cleveland. And that they need to know that whether I'm going to go to Columbus or whether I'm going to go to Washington, D.C., I'm going to fight for them to have their voting rights. I mean, I appreciated what Frank LaRose has done to make sure that last year's election was the most successful election in the history of the state of Ohio. But if some other people have their way, they'll shut that thing down. And I think you got to have a mayor that's going to say, we're not going to do that, and I'm going to be on the front line to make sure that does not happen. That's awesome. I think that you've really touched a nerve with a lot of folks that are listening, uh, voting and just have, and voting rights and protecting the rights of citizens to vote. And having fair um, elections, fair, fair and secure, and secure elections, and right? Secure. 
Yeah, because we can't have any fraud, right. and that's the Secretary of State's job to make sure that elections are very clean, transparent, and uh, up to par. So we're, we thank you uh, for this first segment. We're going to ask our listening audience to stay with us. We're going to take a very quick break. We'll be right back with the candidate for mayor, Zach Reed. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is the Jeff, Lori, and Nick Show. On the FCB Radio Network. We're here with Councilman, former Councilman Zach Reed, now candidate for the mayor of the city of Cleveland. And we're going to like to get right back into what we, he was talking about as it relates to voting and his experience there. Yeah, well, I mean, look at the aspect. My, my job was twofold. Uh, I got hired on to be the Minority Affairs Coordinator for Secretary of State Frank LaRose. And like I said, my job was to work with minority businesses, organizations, and individuals about ways to start a business, maintain your business, or grow your business. And that's one of the things that we need to be doing here in the city of Cleveland. And I'm going to be leaning on my knowledge and my expertise to to be able to say that in neighborhoods like my neighborhood, the former neighborhood that I represented, the Mount Pleasant neighborhood, the Union Miles neighborhood, uh, the Mill Creek, you're not going to bring in large industry, big industry, big corporations. It's got to be mom and pop stores. It's got to be small businesses. And that's what we don't have on these corridors. You know, I, I, yesterday I traveled from 105 and, 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 and Superior to the East Cleveland line. Nothing. A few little stores here and there, barbershops. And I have nothing against barbershops. I'll get my hair cut every week. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, delis here or there. But, you know, vacant lots, vacant buildings. You know, that's, that, that's not a way to grow neighborhoods. You go down Buckeye and look at Buckeye. It's like, like, a, bomb, like a bomb hit it. You know, a few businesses, free, free, a few uh, uh, opportunities for employment. So what I want to do is I want to lean on my expertise and no other candidate in this race. You think about it, 17 years on Cleveland City Council. So that means I've looked at 17 city budgets. And not just the city budget as it relates to the general fund. I had to look at the CDBG budget also. 17 years. So you're getting roughly about between 20 and $30 million from the federal government every year. This is the block grant money. This is the block grant money to try to eradicate poverty, 
and slums in this city. But we're doing a damn terrible, excuse me, Pastor, pastor, but we're doing a really bad job when you think about how much money we've gotten over the years to help eradicate slums and blight and and poverty in this city when we're known as the number one poorest city, large city in America. So I have that experience on day one, whether it was working for two governors, whether it was working for Mayor Willie Brown, whether it was working 17 years at the city council, whether it was three years working for the Ohio Secretary of State, I have the experience that nobody else in this race has to go down to City Hall and on day one get the job done. Yeah, you really struck a nerve with what you said. You go down these streets and there's all these vacant spaces. And the sad thing is, is that there are people who are working from their homes, small businesses all over the place. They have these uh, small businesses that need support and could actually occupy those spaces and with, a, with help from a, a mayor such as yourself. Work, work um, from the, help from the city, help from the state, help from the federal government. Help from places like the Urban League, the NAACP, the Black Chamber of Commerce, the President's Council, the Greater Cleveland Growth Association. They're organizations, they're individuals, they're institutions in, in this city that are willing to help. And people need to know that these resources are in their communities. Because like I've said to people over the years, you know, that cake you make in your kitchen Somebody besides your cousin needs to taste that cake. It needs to come out <laughs> right. on the front line. Right. If you're a really good mechanic, and my mother called them backyard mechanics, we need to get you set up so you can be a front yard mechanic out in these communities. Why? Because that helps bring vitality to those communities. It brings energy back to those communities. But what else does it do? It creates jobs and economic opportunities. And the way that we're going to reduce the number one issue in the city of Cleveland which is crime, which is violence, is by giving people hope first and foremost. People in these wards, in these communities, in these neighborhoods right now, Jameson, they don't have hope. No, they don't. What kid has hope that when they walk out their front door and they look to their right, it's a vacant lot. They look to their left, it's a vacant lot. They look across the street, it's a vacant building or a vacant home. What hope do they have? There's no vitality on that street. There's no energy on that street. And then you know, as he or she walks down the street, they see the same thing over and over and over again. I mean, I, 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 I've said to corporate Cleveland, when I was talking to one corporate uh, entity in Cleveland that's right on Public Square, I said, one day, why don't you rent a bus and head east of St. Clair or Superior or Euclid? I mean, I don't, Euclid looks good now. It's fantastic. But it's not what we want it to be. It's not vibrant as we want it to be. I said, just go go down that street. Go down St. Clair. Go down Superior. Head east. And you will see when the resources for the city of Cleveland or the state government or the federal government or corporate Cleveland stopped. And you will see it visibly. And then you... Uh, Stevie Wonder can see it. You can see where the disinvestment has happened. And and it's a shame that 50% of our children live in poverty in this city while we continue to build new roads, new bridges, new sports facilities, 
That's a shame. New meccas to the air. And 50% of our children are living in poverty. So how do we turn that around? Are you saying with the development of the neighborhoods? You've got so, it. This yeah. election is about neighborhoods. That's what I've been telling people on this campaign. This election is about neighborhoods. The reason that downtown is where downtown is today compared to where it was yesterday is because we considered it a neighborhood and we started investing in downtown. We know what those investments look like. We know how to, to invest and leverage those investments and what's the outcome of those investments and, those, and our ability to leverage those investments. If we can do it downtown, we have 34 neighborhoods in the city of Cleveland. Of those 34 neighborhoods in the city of Cleveland, we know there may be about five or six neighborhoods in the city of Cleveland that are thriving, that are moving forward, and that are progressing upward. So what about the other 29? So those people in those wards and those communities just live in poverty and live, in, and live without the investment of their tax dollars and their wards in their community? I don't think so. I said that I, I became a councilman in 2001. So from 2001 to 2002, I had the opportunity to, to learn and to work with Mayor Michael R. White. And I remember the conversation vividly that Mayor Michael White and I had. He said, councilman, I can go to any ward, any community, any neighborhood in this city, although some of those council people can't stand my guts. And he said, you know why, Councilman? I said, no, Mr. Mayor, why? He says, because I got something going on in every neighborhood in this city. We can't say that today. We cannot say that today. With even more money, more resources, more opportunities today than he had when he was mayor for 12 years, we can't say that every ward, every community, and every neighborhood has something going on. That's sad. And it's because what Willie Brown said. Money is not the problem. It is the will for people to do the right thing. Zach, I love what you're saying, Zach Reed. What sets you apart from the other candidates? I know the other candidates are saying that they're going to do this and do that. What really sets you apart? Well, first of all, is the experience. Like I said, just a fact. I mean, forget about... My 11 years working for the governor, state government, twice with Governor Vornovich, Governor Celeste, and, and then Secretary LaRose. 17 years at Cleveland City Council. That means a lot. That, that means a lot when you look at the aspect that, like I said, there's going to be a budget that you've got to make sure is going to be balanced every single year. Like, like the federal government can't run a deficit. So we don't want to be having layoffs and we don't have reduction in services. We want to increase the employment in the city of Cleveland. We want to increase the efficiency and effectiveness of City Hall. And that's going to be done by our budget. So what sets me apart is, first of all, my experience. Second of all, that anyone you talk to that's had an opportunity to see me at work says that he is accessible. He is a listener. And I know people don't like me talking in third, third, but I always say Zachary. <laughs> but I just, I, I just want, I just want to remind people that that's what I've got, and that's a real trait. Sit and listen to people. 
to sit and listen to people and listen to their, their concerns. Listen to their, 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 their ability to tell you, this is what's happening in my life and can you help me? And then go out and find the resources and the tools to help that particular person. So uh, that, That's good because we're living in a time where people don't want to communicate. People are afraid to come out. They're afraid to sh- share with their neighbors. So and people don't want to listen. No, and people are at each other's neck. So we need someone who can bring people together. And I think the first thing is, the first step is listening. Is listening. So anybody who's worked under me, has worked with me, counsel people, go back and talk to those people. I, 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 I was telling somebody the other day, you know, you don't get elected four times in Cleveland City Council and get 80% of that vote every single time if the people in that ward, in that community, in that neighborhood don't think that you're doing a good job. When I ran against Mayor Jackson the last time, there were nine people in the race. I beat Mayor Jackson not once. When, when they were not, I beat him once when there were nine people in the race. And I beat him one-on-one in Mount Plus, in Ward 2. Why? Because those people, you are not going to convince those people in Ward 2 that I didn't do a good job for them. They knew what job I did. And they knew giving me the opportunity, given the opportunity, I would go to City Hall and take that same model of listening, that same model of being on the front line, the same model of accessibility. I would take that same model, put it into the city hall, put it into the mayor's office, and the success that we had in Mount Pleasant, Kinsman Road, $11.5 million project, new concrete street, A.J. Rickoff, first, uh, uh, the third school built under the school project, uh, rebuilding plan, new county building on 139th, Senior buildings up and down the street. In that first four years, I got that accomplished because I listened to people, and people said, "This is what we wanted. This is what we needed." And that saw, and you saw a rebirth and a revitalization of Mount Pleasant. That birth came about because I listened to people. Going back to what you said about the reason we were able to go from. Uh, the worst housing authority in the nation to one of the most improved in one year, we listen to the residents. It's about listening. It's about being transparent. It's about being accessible. That's the type of mayor we need for this day. And that's why I'm running for mayor of the city of Cleveland. Oh, wow. Our time is winding up. So people can get a hold of me? Yes, that was my next question. How do we we find out more about Zach Reed? How do we contact you? Zach, Z-A-C-K, Reed. R-E-E-D dot com. That's it. Okay. Zach, Z-A-C-K, read R-E-E-D dot com. Go right on that website. Folks want to join your campaign? What do they right do? Go to that website. Go to right the to website. website. Go right to that website. And again, that is? www.zachreed.com. You could go www.votezachreed.com. But the easier way is just go to zachreed.com. It'll come right up and boom. Zachary.com. Join a winning, a winning team. All right. Amen. Uh, you, you got me ready to uh, say amen here because I'm, I love the stronger neighborhoods and the experience in dealing with businesses across the state, listening to uh, the concerns of businesses and trying to grow uh, minority businesses. I think that means a lot. Uh, and especially in our neighborhoods, if, if they're going to grow, 
It's going to take people coming together, someone that can communicate with people, and uh, you certainly expressed that today. We're just about out of time. And Zach Reed, we thank you for being on our show today. Will you come back? We want to have you back. Definitely come back. We can talk about some other issues that we didn't really get into the issue to talk more about what I'm going to do, but I'm going to be able to define exactly what we're going to do on day one. Oh, we'd love to have that. And thank you to our listening audience today for just staying with us. Uh, again, council, former Councilman Zach Reed, now candidate for this of, for mayor of the city of Cleveland. He's running hard. We thank you all for listening. We'll be back again. And let's remember that we can all do better. The FCB Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide.